10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is October twelfth, and we're going to start today's episode with um, this information of a new smart node stack that's out. So, um, just as we have a big announcement today, we've just released the next major smart node update, version one point eleven point zero. It's recommended update for all node operators due to client upgrades and new features. So, as always, you know I talked about this yesterday, and we talked about the patch notes. So, mostly it's a repeat of that, but you know there's um new test network now is the key information in here that you need to get out of it is that a new test net uh, will be Haleshki um, so that is what is being used in the smart node stack and uh, Praetor is being um, deprecated so that means that uh, there will be no more support going forward for the Gurley or Praetor test networks and the, what Joe says this is with this release the Praetor test network is being deprecated is deprecated and Holeshki will replace it as Rocket Pool's long-term test network this is expected to be the last version of the smart node stack that will have full support for Praetor if you run a node on Praetor please exit your testnet mini pools to gracefully remove them from the validator test set follow our guide and there's a link um, to learn how to do this so then there's key changes which is the same thing from yesterday which basically says all clients have had an update and um, there's a updates to um, geth and blah 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 um, block native mev boost relay updates like the whole lot so this is quite a big update um, it's recommended for everyone to upgrade to this version um, so do that today um, i think um, yeah it's good for everyone to do that so do that as soon as possible and we'll talk about why you should do it today in a few minutes okay just to reiterate the points that joe was making here langer said as well that you know um, um, that the new version has Haleshki um, support and he says we, we are sunsetting Gurley Praetor over the next week and so Haleshki will become our new testnet. Bear with us during this transition as we go through an update. If you have any questions, let us know. Many thanks, Rocket Pool. So yeah, if you're running a testnet on Praetor or um, on Praetor, you know, Gurley, then you can keep doing that going forwards. However, you won't get any support from the smart node stack for that. So it's it might be the case that it stops working soon and of course girly itself is going to be um turned off in a, in a couple of months time i think at the end of december so keep that in mind as well but yeah leshki is where all the cool kids are hanging out now so get yourself over there and um i think the contracts i'm not sure if the rocket pool contracts have been deployed yet or not um there was some talk of that a couple of days ago that you know the the latest contracts will be deployed there and you'll be able to um use use mini pools validators in the same way that you would on mainnet but i'm not sure if we're there yet so langus says over the next week they're gonna they're gonna be um getting everything you know through the transition so it might be that uh, we look out for uh, news about that and of course i will let you know as soon as i hear anything and then there was some discussion in trader about this so um uh, joe says you know so long praetor um and um he's the on, on the finality you know the um, consensus is going down now it's down to 76 or 79 percent uh, so more and more people are like uh, just exiting their validators so they'll be getting inactivity leaked i guess um and this close to not reaching finality so that's why they said you know gracefully exit your validators if you have them patches says i exited 50 Praetor validators today i guess i should just abandon the obol node um i could use that box and joe says yeah i put the patch notes in version 11 that this will be the last one with Praetor support so everyone should please just exit 
and um, Pacha says to go to her Leshki and Joe says yeah as the network is basically dead now that he means Praetor he says there's zero chance of chewing through this and there's a uh, 80,470 um, staking pool balance so um, <laughs> Pacha says that sounds like a job for object object and um, Joe says that it's all his and um, these were once a thing and then there's a uh, information about uh eth being deposited into the deposit pool uh he says i have to be younger again but that's besides the point yeah so um go to um discussions uh sorry go to uh praetor and uh, exit your validators and get them running on haleshki soon that's where that's where all the stuff's happening now and then as co of course just as we have uh, a new smart node stack come out um you always get client updates like right away and then geth version 1.13.3 is out as well and it's fixing a rare bug in pebble that caused runaway disk and cpu usage apart from that a bunch of smaller features are also in pushing towards cancun hard fork so this is really exciting of course but i'm sure joe is going to be pulling his head out when he wakes up today because this is always the case that um clients make upgrades after uh, some new smart node comes out but of course you know there's uh, there's ways that you can um, manually update your executional consensus clients and that's all in the tui which is you know rocket pool um system config so go there and um, you can you can change the tags manually to upgrade to version 1.13.3 if um, that's what you want to do okay and then next um more about the upgrade of course as you know that um if you update your client if you update your node sorry to the latest clients um to the latest smart node stack you will be eligible for a pop so here's shifrin saying you know the drill update within 24 hours to receive a pop post a screenshot of your smart node version to be eligible and this will close in just over 24 hours from now um and uh, people are, are starting to share photos and screenshots of their um of their uh, upgrades so do that as soon as possible to get the pull up okay next we're going to be talking about liquidity for rocket pool so for the rpl token so um, as you can see on the screen here there's a liquidity chart so the red section is people who are trying to sell rpl and on the right section is people who are trying to buy rpl and these are like liquidity walls that we have um as you all know the price of the rpl token has come down a lot recently it's currently at around 18 dollars um and we have very little um demand on the buy side for rpl which means just like you know in uh, like six months ago when the price was going really high we didn't have um people like selling their rpl at that price so um as people were buying it like there was a lot of volatility in those ranges so in this right now where we are as well there's a lot of volatility in these ranges because there's so little liquidity so like you know a thousand rpl sell will reduce the ratio by a lot more than it would have if you know the ratio was higher if it was like 0 0.016 then that thousand rpl cell would do like five times less ratio movement so one of the things that we really need now is there to be the liquidity and we need there to be a case where um people uh put up their eth in, into into those zones so about that we got two pieces of news from um, lucas here who says good morning uh, more uh, one-sided buy liquidity on uni version 3 is being added and more will be added tonight so if you have a look at this chart that i just showed you like this little green bar that you can see kind of in the middle uh, that wasn't there yesterday so there's been some eth that has been added there already and um, there's more to be added as well 
and um, that's really exciting because we really need that liquidity and then um, Lucas goes on to uh, explain he says on he says all our ETH holders, um, they are more incentivized than pure ETH holders, uh, could help backstopping RPL by providing buy liquidity on our ETH RPL pair on Uniswap and earning fees while doing so. When the price recovers, they'll be again left with our ETH only and gained fees in RPL. So this is actually a really interesting strategy that it might not be suitable for everyone, but I think um, people should really be paying attention to this, is what can happen here is if you deposit your RETH into Uniswap right now and you set the the range at which you like want to buy RPL and I'm saying buy RPL in like quotes because you're not technically buying RPL but you're making your RETH available for people to sell into. Now what that means is it acts as a support for the price and it reduces volatility a lot and it can add as a, become a zone of support for the RPL token. Now, what Lucas is saying here is that if you put your RETH onto Uniswap, for example, at a price range like 0.010 to 0.012, um, kind of where we are right now, uh, if you put your RETH into that area and the RPL price goes into that area and then down below it, hypothetically, but eventually it comes back above that, when you go to check out, you will still get all of your RETH back that you put in. You won't lose any RETH. But what you will get extra of is the RPL that you gained in fees while people were trading in and out of your range. And that's a really great thing about Uniswap version 3 is that you can do the one-sided concentrated liquidity. And each time the price moves through your um your um your liquidity that you provide you get really, really great fees and um i was talking to someone earlier today and they were mentioning that their um while their um uh, while their uh liquidity was while, while rpl price was in their liquidity zone they were earning about 30 percent yield uh per year uh, apr which is amazing yield and you're not really going to get that yield anywhere else um which is amazing, right? And that's purely in fees because you set up a concentrated wall and, you know, you let people trade in and out of that. And the idea is like, if you think that RPL in the future will be worth more than RPL is now, then this is pretty much a risk-free way of doing it. Uniswap are some of the most battle-tested contracts in all of crypto um, and they're the biggest honeypot as well. And they've, they've never suffered any kind of hack. So I think, you know, I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm not giving you tax advice. Please do your own research before you do this. But if you want to make some, um, quick APR and earn some RETH, uh, sorry, earn some RPL without any risk to your RETH virtually, um, this might be something that you're, you can do and you should consider. Um, pop into trading, people will help you um, figure out how to do it if you are curious about doing this. Okay, next we had um, this um, update from... Um, the call that Langers did with um, SSV today. So Langers, of course, I talked about this yesterday, is he's doing a call with SSV. And in the call, he um, had a lot to say about um, the partnership between Rocket Pool and, um, and SSV as well. And I've got some notes here that I'm just going to get ready and read out to you all so we can, um, we can see what's going on. So just give me one moment. I'm sorry I didn't have this loaded. Also, my computer's being really slow, so that's always fun. I think it's Discord actually that's being annoying. Okay, I don't, I, I, I can't access that. I'll come back to that at the end of the episode if, if I, um, if I can't, if I can't share it before that. Okay, next we have this update from WSOX 
White Sox maybe, I don't know, uh, WSOX1235, saying, Hey guys, I put together a quick guide on how to distribute a mini pool balance via Etherscan. Feel free to share it with anyone who asks in this channel uh, about how to do that. I'll link to it in the Rocket Pool website if you decide it can be usefully, uh, useful to be placed there. It's completely for the community to use um, as it feels best. And then there's a link to a GitHub. Um, and um, what this does is if you are having issues with your node and for some reason you can't exit your validators from your node machine itself, um, then you can go to the Etherscan website for the different Rocket Pool um, contracts and interact with those manually and exit your um, validators. So it says a layman's guide on how to distribute a rocket pool mini pool balance after withdrawing your mini pool. This guide is meant for someone who needs to use Etherscan to distribute the balance of their mini pool back to their withdrawal address. This guide assumes you have already performed a, volunt a voluntary exit of your validators. So it gives you information about the circumstances it can be used in and then it gives you a step-by-step -step guide on how to do this with um, images and like really straightforward notes. So I think this is a really nice document that um, WSOX1235 put together and um, it, I'm sure it's going to be useful to some people in the community. So um, thank you for doing that. Okay, next we're going to be talking about some other protocols. Um, so the first thing we want to talk about is Lido here. Um, well, just Lido we're going to talk about for a minute. So yesterday Lido um, had um, slashings on on their validator set so it says 20 slashings have occurred relating to validators operated by launch nodes uh, no, node operator as part of the lido protocol launch nodes and dao contributors are investigating the validators are offline and slashings have ceased while the root cause is being investigated so here um, they go on to kind of like explain it says users of the protocol are not affected apart from reduction in the daily rewards that will be reflected in tomorrow's rebase um, currently the initial projected impact is around 20 eth um so one ETH for each validator. So that's about 2.25% of average daily protocol rewards or about 0.00023 of TV, total TVL plus additional penalties while validators are offline for troubleshooting and the inactivity penalties um, slashed validators will accumulate before exiting. It says further investigation is underway. Um, but what... Uh, people were like really kind of like mocking Lido with this. So uh, like here Lion shared a screenshot saying currently Lido does not specify best practices or standards for Ethereum validators in order to reduce the potential for single points of failure. However, exemplary level of um, proficiency is expected across the categories of and then there's expertise with the inner workings and maintenance of node software, especially running validators at scale and key generation and management. So it looks like that person failed with some of those things. Um, Tamuki says the slashings will continue until morale improves. Um, and then uh, there were lots of other comments. Um, one of the things I really liked here was from Borsi, who says professionals and, and the salute. And of course, that's going back to Vasily saying that, you know, uh, Lido's not for, like other protocols might be for hobbyists or armchair stakers, but Lido's for professionals. So um, I think patches or someone else shared the statistic that like a big chunk of validators uh, that have been slashed post merge have been lido validators i think it was like 28 or 30 out of 110 i think 23 percent if i'm remembering the numbers right somewhere around those numbers so that's always yeah like this is the thing right like lido if 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 something had happened and the node operator couldn't have like fixed that in time it could have been the case that they had you know a thousand validators slashed at the same time i think i'm not sure how much each validator has now somewhere i think ten thousand validators per node operator that could have been that could have 
10,000 validators could technically have been slashed if uh, if there was a problem on one of these node operators and they didn't fix it within the you know six minutes that they have per epoch um, i guess you know they saw uh, some validators getting slashed they turned off the machines right away and they were like let's fix this before put it, turning them back on i'm not sure what the status of this problem is now if someone um, helps me get that information i'll cover it in tomorrow's episode Okay, then there's some more Lido news here as well. So Lido is currently asking for some money from Arbitrum um, to um, incentivize uh, their STETH on the Arbitrum network. And um, most people who've asked for this, there's a whole bunch of projects that are asking for this at the moment, but most of them are kind of like getting getting the money. But this one's become like a really heated debate. And there's a whole lot of people on crypto Twitter who kind of like talking back and forth about this and kind of calling out big voters one way or another. And it seems like um, the vote was kind of like neck and neck until today when um, L2B voted with their 19 million ARB tokens earlier saying we're not against Lido in general but given Lido's market share in staked ETH we believe such a proposal requires additional discussion. And here like other people have been like um, like abstain saying like we support Lido but not this specific proposal and other people saying can't create incentives for Lido right now let's be real. So um this is this is action right this is social signaling really leading to real consequences for lido they would have gotten f i think they were asking for five million or four million arb tokens which is about four million dollars um which is a whole lot of money and um, i'm kind of glad that they're not getting that so the great job um arbitrum voters and i voted in this as well so um i'm not signed in on this wallet so you can't see it but i voted uh, against lido obviously and then finally um let me just refresh this page to see if we've got new numbers but uh, the validator queue now is down to six hours and 27 minutes so it looks like by the end of today or maybe tomorrow um the the beacon chain will be in harmony in terms of uh validators coming online and going offline would there be would there being virtually no queue at all and one of the things that happened as well is that the churn limit increased to 13 per epoch so um that that should be gone in a matter of hours now so yeah, it's exciting times in the beacon chain and I'm really wondering how this is going to impact um, state coming online for um, operators of different size. But um, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool that the queue has been eaten through because for a while there, you know, it was a month and a half long queue. So um, congrats to everyone who waited in that queue. I think I was in the queue for 40 days. So good stuff. But anyway, um, that's everything from Rocket Fuel today. Thank you all for listening, watching and being part of the community. And um, I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.